Hello, my good people. Good morning. God bless you all. I want to specially welcome everybody to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is the voice of Festus Flourish Osemuahu. And today is the 16th day of the month of March 2021. You are most welcome. I welcome everybody. God bless you. Okay, it's another day. It's a Tuesday. I want to appreciate God for those who joined in in the prayers of last night. We had a special prayer summit for mothers. And um, it was awesome. It was amazing how the Lord helped us. The prayer sessions is my prayer that truly all the words spoken will come to pass upon the lives of every mother upon the life of every woman and of course our fathers and our husbands as well in jesus christ's name amen god bless you all right now we're going to continue from where we stopped yesterday and i'm just going to do a little bit of adjustment here if you recall when we started this topic on the wickedness of adultery on marriage i did say that we're going to talk about five forms of adultery yeah, if you followed these forms of adultery, we talked about the passionate adultery, energetic adultery, mental adultery, visual adultery, um, spiritual adultery. All right, that, these were five forms of adultery. What I didn't add to it, which of course was what I realized, and I've decided to just add one more so there can be six forms of adultery is what we call physical adultery all right i I skipped this and i just felt i just realized that hey there's need for us to talk about it because this is actually the one that is prominent this is the one we are used to so why don't we talk about it the other ones we talked about are the yeah the other ones that we readily don't want to believe they exist whereas they are actually the root cause of the whatever physical adultery we're talking about so we've talked about the other dimensions of it so let's look at the real one when i said the real one the one that we are used to the one that people easily practice the one that people easily call adultery so today i'll be looking at the sixth form of adultery called physical adultery all right now let me just read the scripture let me get into the scripture before we analyze this together. Let's look at um, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 28 and 29. All right, it said, Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? That, that's, that's a question, okay? Let's look at the response in verse 29. So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her we go unpunished. Um, if you read the King James Version of it, it said, So is he he that goeth into his neighbor's wife. Whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. Alright. Using different words and um, to actually mean the same thing, actually. Alright. Now, let, let, let's go back to this matter. Physical adultery. Um, for whatever reason it is, a man will always find justification. I'm going to say it, do this in two dimensions because, yeah, we usually talk about men getting into adultery, but hey, these days we have a lot of women getting in as well. So, is this not just going to be about men? We're not talking about the mental one, the visual one, we're talking about the real physical one. But let me just 
you know, start usually from the main dimension. For whatever reason it is, you um, have issues with your wife. Um, for some men, we say, oh, it was my wife, my wife stopped. Do you know, Apostle, my wife stopped giving me sex for the past six months, all right? What did you do about it? What led to it? Did you try to resolve it? Oh, Apostle, you know now, how can my wife just deny me of sex? You know, I'm a man. And uh, yes, I'm not justifying myself, but somehow, I didn't know when I yield. Okay. That looks like a justification. But friends, there is no justification in committing adultery. Like I did establish during the course of these teachings, adultery breaks relationship. Why? Because it breaks trust. It breaks trust. No matter what, there is no option. There is no excuse. Because if you understand the sacredness of marriage, you will understand that these two bodies have become one. You can't even give it to someone else. It's not possible. When you do that, you have broken the ordinance of marriage. But we have a lot of men today who just have excuses for this. And then they just jump out for one reason or the other. In that they used all the other forms of adultery we talked about, passionate, mental, visual, and eventually they get their prey. They go in onto her. And uh, whatever it is, it's one hour pleasure, 10 hour pleasure of whatever it is. They feel satisfied. They return back home. The woman in the house all of a sudden becomes a trash. All of a sudden. Just because there's another woman outside. And, and the most painful aspect of it is this one, this woman outside will not even be up to the kneel. Let me use that word, the kneel or the finger of the one inside. You look at the one inside, you see how clean she is. You see how beautiful she is. The one he is going about with in the outside. This one is like bonga fish. <laughs> Let me use that word. And you'll be wondering, was, was this man under a spell? Now, friends, let me tell you something. There's something going on here. Sometimes it's just because of lack of understanding or that a lot of us as men just didn't even understand what love is all about. During the days of courtship for a lot of men, it was all about sex. What they actually called love was about sex. If you're wondering why your husband is about going about with other women, he wouldn't mind to sleep around with other women. If you are sincere with yourself, retrospectively, you will realize that he never fell in love with you as in love. He did as in sex. Two different things. Two different things. How long did you, both of you hold it yourself before you engage in sex? What were the driving force? What were those things that attracted both of you to each other? Was it more of physical things? Was it more of selfish things? If it was on the basis of genuine love, it would be difficult. Let Mami Water carry the man into their den and give the man whatever it is. That love, that, that friendship, that heart he first had for the woman will always still be there. But somewhere along the line, the man actually went for you because of sex. The truth just have to be told. If it's, easy, if it's possible for you to ask your husband who has changed towards you, who don't mind sleeping around with other women, ask him, before you got married to me, did you actually love me? Hoping that they'll give you a sincere answer. 
and you'll be shocked. If they really want to be sincere with you, they'll tell you, mm, I, I can't really say, but I, I just I just know I was attracted to you. Oh, okay. It was about sex. It was about sex. Let's say 80 to 90% of most men going into marriage was about sex. And so they would have, I mean, for whatever it is, I don't know whether they were deceived, thinking that sex will always be that same way. After a while, the law of diminishing return starts coming in. Pregnancy, no sex. Even when there is sex, is a little bit different. When the woman is, see, men that did not fall in love with their wife, when their wife is going through their monthly blood flow, that's when you will know. Some of you know what I'm talking about. As short as that window is, four days, sometimes maximum five days. There are some women, three days. That's when you know the men that just didn't really love their wife. Those three days is enough for them to gnash their teeth and misbehave. Those three days is enough for them to complain and grumble and say, hey, what will I now do now? Why? Because it was just all about sex. So a lot of men got it all wrong. They got into marriage. The expectation was so high. They were expecting to have sex with this woman every day. Marriage now brought about the reality that it's not possible. And all of a sudden, they're now feeling under pressure, being under pressure. And to make matters worse, a little bit of misunderstanding here and there, instead of them to come out and resolve it, they'll just feel, oh, I can't just be a big boy. Just forget about this. Just punish her a little bit. Take the khaki, drive out of the house. Don't talk about it. And then they keep piling it up, piling it up. Before you know what's going on, the, the passion they have for the wife starts leaving them. And then, of course, you know, you always have ladies around. You have them as colleagues in the office. You have them as walking by. You have them as neighbors. You have them everywhere, even in the church. If they uh, in the choir, choir mates, if you're in the prayer bat, uh, department, uh, uh, prayer mates, they are always everywhere. They are everywhere. And you know, the statistics has actually have more women than men. So you always have ladies everywhere. You always have the ones that don't care. They, in fact, they will even prefer you are a married man. That's when they look at us, look at oh, this man is married. Oh, that's the one they will even prefer. They will prefer to push their head into it. But see, I don't often blame them because some of them are agents of darkness. Some of them don't really care. This is what they are out for. This is what brings money to them. I'm not really bothered about them. I'm much more bothered about the man who will leave his wife in the house. The same wife he used to call, oh, sweet baby, sweet sugar, or whatever it is, will leave this woman for one reason or the other and go after that woman outside who will place unnecessary demands on him. Come and buy me a car. Come and buy me an iPhone 12. Come and buy me a house in a, a very, uh, you know, choice area in the city. Come on, and you'll be wondering, do all of this for what? For what? Just to enter into the body of another woman. Let me be a little bit raw here. Like I've always said, just to enter into the hole of another woman. And I've wondered, I've always asked men, is it that your wife, maybe the hole your wife has is different from the hole the woman outside has? Let, let me say it in a very raw way. Maybe it will get into the heads of uh, men out there. Those men who don't care committing adultery. Okay, your wife has a hole between her legs. Then the woman you are pursuing after has a square between her legs. And then you feel justified. Oh, my wife, it's just a hole. 
This one answered, ah, this one has a square. I'm looking for the one that has a square. Oh, the other one, I'm looking for the one that has a triangle. And then after you get the one that has a triangle, let, let me look for the one that has the one of a trapezium. What is your problem? What is your problem? This same wife that you couldn't do without. Eh? It's the same hole. The difference is that you are feeling irritated about this one. You don't want to resolve the issues you have with this one. You don't want to be patient to teach her how to be the best sexually for you. You don't want to have compassion over her anymore. You feel tired about her. Not because you feel you are used to her over familiarity. This same woman will go out to see the way people will respect her outside. But you, you look at her like trash. Because you've seen that back and front. Can't you see? It's just out of folly. It's out of vanity. You don't even know what you are doing. But I will say this clearly. One day, one day, whether you like it or not, listen to me. Or you don't want to listen. You will account. God gave you one wife. Don't justify it. Don't say, somebody was saying recently, what about all those patrack of it? Like Abraham, that we usually say, Abraham's blessings are mine. And if Abraham's blessings are mine, then his lifestyle should also be ours now. And Abraham married more than one wife. You see? Just see how people, how low people can get just trying to justify what is wrong. Abraham looked forward to the days of Jesus. David looked forward to the days of Jesus. For they were seeking for that country. They were seeking for that time. Looking ahead into that revelation of the Son, Jesus. And so when Jesus came, he became the fullness of law, of everything put together. And he became the symbol of God's relationship with mankind. And all this patriarch of faith did, God overlooked them. Because Jesus had not been revealed. And so the moment Jesus was revealed, he became the symbol of the new relationship between God and man. So when you when you want to follow that style of, oh, uh, let me marry more, that means you are saying Jesus will also have more than one church. You are actually abusing Jesus in your heart. That's what you're doing. You're abusing the relationship between Christ and the church. That's what you're doing. Men that are still justifying adultery. Whichever way we look at it, adultery is a sin. Unfortunately, we, I know a lot of pastors are not left out of this. We do respect to you, sir. Man of God, servant of God, emoji, we do respect to you, sir. No matter how you see it or you say it, if you do not own up to the fact that adultery is a sin, oh, watch it. One day, the, the judgment that will come upon you will be much more than anyone else. And <laughs> there is no apologies for saying the truth. Because unfortunately, we have a lot of pastors doing this. What are you going to gain? A woman comes to you for counseling, you will swing her around, and the baby is probably going to start having affairs with her, and you even start justifying it. I heard about one how a man of God told the woman that uh, he, he was going to do spiritual cleansing for him. Yeah, for her rather. That the woman has a spirit spouse, a husband. And the only way to deal with the spirit spouse husband is for him to enter into the body of the woman. So when he is into the body of the woman, he's going to pray against. <laughs> ah, sometimes I, I just wonder, it's not the same Bible, this same Bible of old, this same Bible that we, I, I don't know what has happened in our generation, that people will not be afraid of committing sin. They will try to justify it. Oh, friends, 
adultery is a sin because it breaks the heart of God, the maker of marriage. It doesn't just break your part, your, your partner's or your spouse's heart. It also breaks the heart of God. Physical adultery, whether I mean we're not talking about the other forms of adultery, is wrong, especially if you are trying to justify it as a man. Now let me just quickly switch this over and talk to our women. Because it's becoming or becoming for them. A lot of women these days. You know, it's like um, men are not willing to slow down. So what do we do? If you can't beat them, you join them. Oh, friends, we know this. A lot of women these days are getting involved in extramarital affairs. That's the language they often use. Extramarital affairs. Cheating. No, no, no. no. It's good. But let's say the real word is adultery. Because maybe when you say that, you, you tend to water it down to make it look like, oh, it's just a social slang. No, it's adultery. You are a woman out there. For whatever it is your husband has done or whatever the issue is, you carry your body, you give to another man. Another man that did not pay dowry on you. Another man that is not your husband will sleep with you, have sex with you, and you still come back home and face that man and your children. You will see, of, of course, you will find justification. After all, my husband is also doing it. My husband doesn't even give me anything. Will I die? Will I kill myself? Oh, don't, don't worry. One day, <laughs> you are going to repeat these things before God. One day! Don't forget it. You are going to repeat these same statements you are making before the Lord. It is wrong. Adultery for women. There is no justification. You can't give your body to another man outside. There is no justification. And that's why for you as a woman, you have to be careful the boundaries you, 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 you have created for yourself. Some just got into it unknowingly. They didn't really prepare for it. You have issues with your husband. And you're not able to resolve the issue. And the next thing is, you are getting attached to a particular male in your office, a colleague. You talk more. Ha, it is well. So you mean your husband does this to you? Ah, my friend, it is well. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to pray for you. Don't worry, I'll be checking on you. And he would always call to check on you. Have you woken up as if he was expecting you to die before? Have you eaten? Oh, have you gotten home? Okay, fine. It's okay. You should know your limit to which you can go. And you should strengthen your heart. The idea behind any external relationship, anybody trying to help you, should be about making your marriage to work. If you have an external person, a male figure, as I'm just addressing our women now, you have a male figure who is out there as a friend, as an encourager, as an inspirator, or whatever you want to call it, as someone that is helping you, and you notice that the relationship you're having with this person is dragging you away from your husband, is an error. It's an error. The relationship should be about how to strengthen what is between you and your husband. It should be about how to build the marriage and make things work. That's how you know that, look, this is the right one. But when you now notice there seems to be a tilting, there seems to be, you know, someone can't about your husband anymore, and you don't even care losing your husband, watch it. That's where the problem is going to come from. Because whosoever is helping you should help you to fight and get your marriage back and put your feet on the ground. So wives, women out there, we have got to be careful. Understand the boundaries. But most importantly, I want you to understand that adultery is a sin. No matter how you look at it, yes, your husband has not slept with you, has not had sex with you for the past one year. I understand. I, I know how difficult, how challenging that can be. But yet, it's not still an excuse 
for you to give yourself to adultery. Because it breaks that marriage. It breaks the heart of God and you will break the law. You break the edge and the serpent will bite you. But don't forget, most importantly, one day you will account for your life. And of course, all of this will play back. There won't be excuses at that time. There won't be any need for, there will not be any defense for, or in whichever way you want to put it, justification for doing adultery, carrying out adultery. You are there, out there, you are hearing the sound of my voice. And you know at the moment you are carrying out adultery, whether as a man or as a woman, you are sleeping with another woman outside. Or for you as a woman, you are sleeping with another man outside, having sex with them. It is wrong. Come out from them. Okay? Let this message touch your heart. You love God, isn't it? You fell in love with God in salvation, isn't it? God is always hurt whenever you do this. Having you all noticed that whenever you, if you truly have the Spirit of God, you still have that, you know, uh, passion for the things of God. Have you not noticed that when you are trying to do it, there's always something trying to condemn you? It's the Spirit of God trying to talk to you. God is hurt. Sometimes you just overlook it because your mind is made up about the passion. Then when you are done, you all of a sudden you just feel, oh wow, why did I even do this? But you can't control it. You go back in it, in it, in it again. You are breaking the heart of God. God wants you to come out of the midst. He can help you. He can build you up again. He can give back your marriage back to you again. Your husband and both of you or your wife, can. this thing can work out again. But if you keep doing this in the wrong way and you want God to fight for your marriage, it won't work. Trust God. Stop this you know, uh, uh, sexual immorality. Stop offending God. And stop doing what will hurt your father in heaven and do what is right it's my special appeal you have the choice i mean it's really yours to take it now but if not one day you would rather pay for it i think you should make up your mind to do the right thing you can private chat with me if you are there and this message i've touched you you want to repent you want to stop this private chat with me i will talk with you i will encourage you i will not condemn you I will pray with you and this yoke will be broken out of your body and your life and heaven will rejoice over you. Glory be to God. God bless you. Wow. Please, let's share this podcast with our friends and if you're there, you want to connect with us. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107-261-48. Please do connect with us and we will get back to you. God bless you. Okay, let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Don't forget as well, marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great day ahead. Bye.